This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. Another over, um, overall trend that we're seeing is more of a reliance on expertise. Uh, where um, there was a tendency to absorb information on their own, they're now more looking at a water treatment company, a local health department to inform them about um, water issues. That's Anita Kontak, whose firm conducted the 2021 WQA Consumer Opinion Study, a topic at the upcoming WQA Convention and Exposition in Las Vegas, July 28th through the 30th. Register at wqa.org convention and welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry every week and promote the betterment of water quality around the world. Find us on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is episode number 225. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. Also, if you would do us a favor, go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating and review so we can grow the audience. We're publishing this on July 21st of 2021. This podcast is brought to you by Watts and the new BBS 100. Give your customers peace of mind at every tap with a complete home solution for lead and PFAS and more. Visit watts.com for more info. In this episode, we will hear from Anita Kontak of Applied Research West Inc. about the consumer opinion study, what we can learn about public attitudes toward the quality of the water supply, the level of confidence in household water, the impact of the pandemic on water issues, and where there is opportunity for water treatment professionals to do more to educate consumers. Plus, we'll have our WQA tip, as always, and a special convention offer that you will not want to miss. So stay with us to the end. Now on to excerpts from a recent webinar about the Consumer Opinion Study with Anita Kontak on WQA Radio. studies have actually shown that there's been improvements in both air and water quality uh, during the pandemic, which has also lent itself to perceptions which have improved um, as to how people perceive um, water quality. Actually, um, a a study in 2018 parallels our study, which found that uh, about half are concerned about their um, drinking water. And now we find improvements there because partly because of the pandemic, which uh, we've been hearing, has actually improved both air and water quality. Um, Recent study by, again, by the AAWWA has found that most Americans actually trust their um, water supply, their drinking water. And here too, we find that uh, in uh, comparison with the previous study in 2019, um, actually, it's improved. Uh, 57% are saying it, it, it is as safe as, as it should be. Um, 
the overall quality of water supply also is quite is perceived as satisfactory. And this too parallels other studies that have been done um, in uh, with regard to this subject. Um, this, this is again another type of question paralleling the previous one. Uh, most people are very confident that their um, water, household water does not pre present any health risks. Um, this again parallels the AWWA study as well as in general, uh, people have not had an opportunity to concentrate on uh, water issues at this moment because of the ongoing pandemic, which has pre uh, saturated the airwaves. Um, here is where there's an opportunity for us to do more. The awareness of contaminants is at uh, around 50%, where 50% are saying they are aware of the contaminants pr present in the water. Uh, but later on, I'll address that despite that, there seems to be a greater engagement in um, uh, learning more about it. So this is where we have an opportunity to educate uh, people with respect to what they can do uh, on it on, and how they can address uh, this concern. Um, this is, um, we're finding kind of a reflection of what went on during the pandemic where there were a, a segment of the population that felt that uh, people were being too restricted um, in terms of many of their activities, which is reflected in our study as well. Here, there um, most people are saying that the um, government, I mean, basically they don't want the federal government to be too strict um, with uh, governing the quality of drinking water and that um, we are seeing somewhat of a shift to taking some personal responsibility uh, with regard to um, our water, uh, the quality of our water. Um, this is an important trend to note uh, as in the pro product usage. A use of bottled water has in an overall sense decreased uh, with some preference uh, preference to do um, uh, using reusable bottled water, uh, I mean, containers for water or um, investing in water filtration devices in the home. Um, you may not see this reflected in sales per se as uh, in terms of bottled water because during the pandemic, uh, there were, um, uh, there was a tendency to stockpile various products, including bottled water. And um, in terms of usage, those who were already using this product used more of it. Um, it's not that we're increasing the consumer base, but rather selling more to the uh, population that was already using some of these products. The impact of the green movement is re uh, reflective of that where people are saying that they are trying to switch to alternative methods of um, purchasing water rather than using bottled water, such as um, reusable water containers and uh, water filtration devices, which, um, which is a more long-term um, solution to um, the problem with respect to plastic usage. 
uh, this, there's been a shift in, uh, I mean, it's gone up and down in terms of uh, how much we want to attribute a responsibility to an outside agency versus how much personal responsibility we want to take to ensure safe drinking water. And uh, there's been more of a tendency in this study to take more personal responsibility um, in ensuring safe drinking water. Um, we've, uh, we've asked uh, in the, our survey and as in uh, previous surveys, a battery of questions regarding people's general attitudes towards um, buying a, a water products. And we've seen this trend shift as well in the current study. In the past, it used to be that we had three distinct segments. Uh, trendsetter segment are the early adopters who like to buy products when they first come out into the market. Uh, then we had the environmentalists who are concerned about um, recycling, um, improving the environment, et cetera. And then the economical segment who are concerned about price and um, are a conservative in terms of their uh, product choices. Now we're finding that the two distinct uh, groups, the early adopters and the ones who are more economically bent, um, are both sharing environmental views. So that is here to stay, where people are going to be more and more concerned about the environment and how to, um, how to support sustainable products. So we're seeing a little bit of that in this study as well. Um, the reactions to the pandemic have been uh, somewhat, uh, has obviously um, impacted everything. It's perme permeated the sales of all products, including um, everything in the water industry. Uh, the, for example, the pandemic has clearly changed how I view life in general was the, one of the leading um, statements of agreement. Um, since uh, most people are now, I mean, a lot of people I would say are working out of their homes. Uh, there is more of a concern for household products, including water filtration products, where they're taking another look at how they can bring more efficiency and uh, better enhanced water quality into their homes. So obviously that has um, permeated a number of different categories in the water filtration um, category. And we'll get to that in just a second. The other over, um, overall trend that we're seeing is more of a reliance on expertise um, where um, there was a tendency to absorb information on their own. They're now more looking at a water treatment company, a local health department to inform them about um, water issues or, or water treatment um, systems uh, and are considering um, uh, somebody certified through a national program on water treatment to provide them with information on again, water pro products and uh, uh, water filtration uh, methods. Um, where do they get most of the information? They're paying more attention to the CCR report, um, where more people would say um, they haven't read it. We're seeing more people say they have read it and understand it, and there's a tendency to absorb that information more. Um, they find the water utility companies more trustworthy than um, government sources in general. Um, in terms of uh, saying how, now here's 
an opportunity for us to uh, educate um, to a greater extent. And that is the area about contaminants. Right now, we have 50% say they are aware of some type of contaminant. On an unaided basis, 22% are saying they are aware that there's lead in the water. On an aided basis as well, lead, and chlorine, lead chlorine, and arsenic are the three um, products or, or, or three contaminants that are mentioned most frequently. Um, as uh, in terms of the CCR report, 25% uh, say they've read and understand it. 11% um, say they've read it, but did not quite understand everything in it. Uh, but it has definitely raised concerns about contaminants after reading the report, which is significantly higher than in previous um, studies. Um, they have become more aware of uh, the presence of contaminants and would like to do something about it. And, um, and it would consider purchasing a system that would uh, guarantee them uh, being able to remove lead, arsenic, and biological waste. Uh, water treatment products that they're most aware of are water fil filter and refrigerator, which um, is now becoming more and more standard. Uh, water filter and pitcher at the tap, which is easy to install. But the key um, finding in this study is that there's been a greater awareness and a greater tendency to purchase products such as a water softener, and a whole house water um, system, which you will see in um, uh, slides that are that I'm about to show you, such as this one. Um, what methods do they consider effective on an unaided basis? We've, uh, we're seeing more of them mention reverse osmosis and whole house water filter. And a whole house water filter is also being considered as one of the most effective uh, products to solve um, this issue of enhancing water quality and removing contaminants. Our WQA tip, the WQA Business Boot Camp is coming up July 27th in Las Vegas, just ahead of the start of the WQA Convention and Exposition. The great part about boot camp is learning from the business experts while also interacting with your colleagues who are going through many of the same challenges and issues that you are. Register for boot camp when you register for convention. Go on over to wqa.org bootcamp to learn more and learn more about convention, which takes place July 28th through the 30th at the Las Vegas Convention Center at wqa.org convention. In one special announcement, if you have yet to register for the WQA convention, we've got a special. This is for WQA radio listeners only. When you register for convention in the month of July, use the promo code radio and you'll receive a $50 discount on registration. What's not to like about that? Go to wqa.org convention to learn more and register. And again, use radio as the promo code when you register and receive your special savings. Thanks again to our sponsor, Watts and the new BBS 100. 
Give your customers peace of mind at every tap with a complete home solution for lead and PFAS and more. Visit watts.com for more info. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.